As long as I can remember, my two great loves in this world have always been comic books and rock and roll. And travel. And my wife and kids. And my friends. And sometimes podcasting. Okay, that's more than two. But what's more important is that I'm talking about rock and roll, not just comics. Which Ryan and I usually talk about to fill your ear holes on this Quarantine Comics podcast. Now, all five million of you may have noticed that Ryan and I haven't been releasing any of the sweet, sweet comic book content that you unconditionally crave. Honestly, we're still figuring out what we're trying to do this year, and we are still reading a lot of comics. But my other pal and friend of this pod, Josh, who you may remember from our Black Science, Dune, and Superman Red Sun episodes, was inspired to start his own podcast, Rabbit Fighters, where he teams up with his old pals, Greg and Brian, to talk about some of their loves in pop culture and media. We're talking mostly movies and music, usually covering something one of the other guys hasn't experienced. So they all get together and revisit it together and argue about it. <laughs> Sound familiar? That's Rapid Fighters. You can find it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So anyway, Josh and I go way back to our days in Alabama, where we were both big fans of Star Wars and Weezer, and I was honored to be asked to come and join Rabbit Fighters to talk about my longtime unapologetic, complicated love of the band Weezer and their pandemic-era album, OK Human. So sit back and enjoy this not-quite-quarantine comics conversation with the good citizens of Rabbit Fighters, and be sure to subscribe to their podcast for more pop culture shenanigans among good friends. Let me tell you, Johnny, this one's going to the moon, this one's going to Grand Central Station, and this one's going to the American presidency. Because I'll say it now, I'll say it then, and then I'll say it again. Long live rabbit fighters, and long live everyone I know. Got it. All right. I Welcome to rabbit fighters. I, I, I never know, know that. that. I never, I never know, know the quote. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to Grand Central Station uh, two or three days a week. So you know, I'd be, I'd be so, super impressed if you guys knew this. Wait, so... The hell well, is that from? Go to what is it? No clues. Uh, okay. What about a hint? Clues. Yeah, uh, clues. It is a. It's from a band. It's from an album. The band is from uh, Tennessee, and they uh, have the Diarrhea Planet. There you go. It's the intro to. <laughs> it's the intro to Loose Jewels, the album by Diarrhea Planet. The... Oh, wow. I only guess it because I know that band is from Tennessee, and I know you, and I know that you <laughs> like them. Yeah, five guitars. <laughs> I do not five know guitars. I saw them live. I saw them in Chicago. <laughs> they were at West Fest in Chicago, and I was like, "This is a good band for a little street festival, man." And then they were like, "We're Diarrhea Planet," and I'm like, "That's why we're playing on a street in the middle of Chicago. That's why." <laughs> if shit named, name. If you named yourself Radiohead, you'd be going places. <laughs> Well, uh, welcome to Rabbit Fighters, friends. Today's a special one, uh, not only because we're celebrating our 20th episode, 2-0. Uh, what does that put us at, Brian? Is that we're on the 99th? We're on the, yeah. Above the 99th that. percentile. Forget that one statistic, but yeah, it's, statistically, most podcasts <laughs> just crash and burn after 20 episodes, yes. so I feel like we're on a sweet trajectory. If we make it past <laughs> this one, we've done it. It's like, it's like Thelma and Louise, we're just going to jump off the <laughs> So going off a cliff to the moon, <laughs> off a cliff to the moon. Um, but it's also special because uh, we've got a good friend here. He's a, a noted Weezer expert. Uh, he's the host of Quarantine Comics and Modern Minorities. And he's also, uh, he may or may not have worked with uh, the likes of Edward Norton and uh, Sung Kang. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, my dear friend, Roman. God damn you half Japanese girls. 
time. You do it to me every time. I mean, not even most of the time, but literally every time. Every, every time. time. <laughs> just seems like yesterday I was watching grunge leg drop new Jack through a press table. Oh, <laughs> damn. Is that, wow. Done. Wow. Is that also a Diarrhea Planet lyric? No, that's, that's, from, that's, uh, that's the next line. That's Pinkerton, the next line man. of the song. Yeah. Watching Rose Leg drop new jack through guys, the press table. Oh, guys, I, I know that. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally have a, uh, a friend, uh, my my best friend, who the song Pink Triangle triggers him because that's part of his life. He fell in love with lesbian. And he went to Harvard after he launched a rock band. It's, yeah, it's a soulful guy. Named One leg was shorter than the other. He went okay. full, full chasing Amy and it <laughs> fell apart. Never go full chasing. Never go full never chasing, go full chasing Amy. <laughs> Only part way. All right. Well, we've got uh, Roman on the show today because we have been talking about talking about Weezer talking for about quite a while. We knew we wanted to do a show because back in the day in the office, we would always just, you know, talk about the blue album Pinkerton and what the hell happened to Weezer. <laughs> So uh, like, we're, we're all huge. Like 90% of America. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. this is a very well-worn conversation. Yeah, so so um, I think all of us, you know, we have our, our own like uh, backstories with, with Weezer and how we, we came upon it. And it's, uh, it's part in our uh, uh, coming of age in, in rock and roll. Um, but like all true fanboys, we're, we're all on different pages. Uh, so does, what happened to Weezer? Uh, did they lose it long, long ago? Or they still got it? So to set the stage for this conversation, we're going to focus on their 2021 album, their 14th studio album, OK Human, as a representative of what we'll call Latter-day Weezer, quote unquote. Well, before we get into any of this, why don't we go back to like, why? Why Weezer? Why Weezer? Yeah. Why now? Why oh, you? Oh, man. Are you going to send me the bill for the therapy? Uh, I, look, <laughs> uh, I'm, I got into it like many of us where we discovered Blue and then Later came on for Pinkerton, and both of those albums, I you know, made something for me. And then Weezer went away for a long time, and then a lot of us listened to those two albums over and over and over again. And then Green came out, and it wasn't all bad, and it hit me on a high point of my life. And then things got dark in my life after that album, and then Maladroit came out and kind of picked me up in a bad moment. Then I decided, okay, I'll, I'll continue to give them a try, and I'll be the first person to admit there hasn't been an album like Blue or Pinkerton since. But I had the chance to see them multiple times, once in Japan with Josh, and and then the questions of Rivers, you know, this guy who keeps making music, and now he's settled down, and he has spreadsheets, and I like spreadsheets. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and if you read the article about the spreadsheets, uh, it, it's borderline offensive, but I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Uh, to, to answer your question, Greg, uh, they've just kind of been around, and they've been a reliable partner over the years. Uh, and during the pandemic, they put out a really good album. Like, that wasn't what I expected. I mean, they've let me down a lot, but they keep, I keep coming back for more. <laughs> let me down. No, in the sense that it's never a full album. Like, Ratitude, yeah. let's just not talk about Ratitude. I, and I I legitimately don't want to talk about the Teal album. So, like, they've done me they've done me dirty more than a few times. I actually listened to every single Weezer album and EP in preparation you to did? this. Yeah, I did. Including oh, let's go. Wow. Including, yeah. including the Sissons ones. The Sissons. Okay, wow. I have a confession about the season. I... So uh, for season, so I live just outside of New York City. I work in New York City. They were like, we're doing a residency on Broadway where we're going to rent out a theater for a whole week and do seasons. And I was like, okay, I'll do this because it's Rivers and it's Weezer. It's seasons. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting yeah. idea. Um, 
and to be fair, I've been on the Weezer cruise, and that's another story. But like, um, <laughs> no, no, we should talk about that story at some later. Line and sinker. Put a put a pin in that. Yeah. Literally, we're coming back to we're coming back to put an anchor in that. We're coming back. Put a pin but, back um, in that grenade. So I start talking to all my friends. Most of us have moved out of the city. We're in the burbs. We have kids, and I was like, "Let's do this. Like, we'll go a few nights of the show. It'll be good. It's one album a night, and they're going to do probably they're going to do Blue and Pinkerton towards the end. And I've seen them when they did the Blue and Pinkerton tour recently. I, I went to that, and we just never got it together. Like, yeah, we'll buy tickets. We don't need to buy tickets yet. There'll be tickets. We'll get tickets. Worst case, we'll pay a scalper. It's fine. Rivers canceled the show because not enough people bought tickets and i feel oh, like it's wow. my fault because so many people <laughs> wow. had the same non-committal relationship with making the, sh- the schlep down to the city uh, <laughs> i let rivers down rivers i'm so sorry uh, he let you down so many times yeah. and then you let him down in no but say, he brought me back like okay it's like poetry okay human during the pandemic <laughs> was one of those things it was a in my opinion a beautiful album in a dark time and uh so every once in a while he'll he'll pull something out he'll pull a rabbit out of the hat I guess is what I'd say, Greg. Uh, and uh, he's sometimes, a working guy. Yeah. That's sometimes right. he pulls a turd out called the teal album. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd say about Weezer is they put their head down and they do the work. And sometimes it's turds, but they take more at bats. They continue to take at bats. And every once in a while, something. Bats. Yeah, that's fine, though. <laughs> because I hate to say it, they don't need the money because. He's got his house in Malibu. He's got his wife and kids. He's got a job. He's got a studio. He gets to he literally gets to go to work every day and let send his kids off to school and just make the thing he wants to do. And I, I just respect that because I have a job and it pays the money and it's fine and it sometimes gets to be an outlet, but it's a job, man. He gets to make stuff that people like and sometimes they don't like it, but he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't need to make money from it. He made that clear in Pork and Beans. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> He ain't got a thing to prove to you. Yeah, or you, yeah, yeah. Or you, he or made you, or you. that abundantly clear. Yeah. <laughs> this is my take on Weezer. Please. Okay. Please. So, you know the movie uh, Groundhog Day, right? Starring Bill Murray. <laughs> Groundhog Day is the yeah. Weezer story. But the movie starts where he has the magical day with Andy McDowell that he's been mm-hmm. working up to the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then the next day starts over again. And he's like, here's what you have to do, man. Recreate that magical day with Andy McDowell. So he goes through all the motions that they went through on the last day and all the spontaneity is quietly like squeezed out of all those moments. Like he falls over in the, they fall over in a snowbank, and he's like, the kids are throwing snowballs. <laughs> and like, she's like, yeah, something's off. He just tries to recreate that magical moment again and again. And I feel like this is what they're doing. Like he made the blue out. Al- they made the blue album and it was like this massive hit. And he Lucky was like, bottle. yeah. Yeah, and then he did, he did, uh, you know, the Pinkerton, and he just was so unable to accept criticism, you know, after that, that like mm-hmm. he now does these little tries at getting artistic, and then he's like, I gotta go back to the magical day. And mm-hmm. each magical day they try to do, each, hey, mm-hmm. it's a Weezer album with no title to it, and it's us in a mm-hmm. different colored background is like less than the mm-hmm. last one they did with that shit. Dimension you know. Returns, yeah. Then by the Black Album, you're like, this is horseshit. This is a bad album. You were doing so you, bad things to people who love you. Stop so it. So you're, you're in the Leslie Jones camp, I'm sensing. Totally, yeah. No, I mean, like, I like a bunch of tracks on a bunch right. of albums, even in the middle. I mean, I think... 
The problem is, though, I listened to the whole goddamn catalog and I, yeah. this you waterboarded yourself. Yeah, it's it's an overload of you know the self pitying man baby crap that he does on so many. He's like <laughs> rolling through the club. I'm the booty man, booty man. And the next song, he's like, Why can't I have a relationship? Everybody leaves me. Yeah, I wonder why you're having trouble keeping a relationship. But he's not. Hang on, hang on. Those are songs. But he's not. That's the he's... thing. It's all. And, and to be clear, I don't know why we hold Weezer to the same fucking standard as the Beatles. It's a good question. It's a good question. Name one band that consistently puts out blues and Pinkertons. They don't. My go-to for this is Neil Young. We're like, okay. Neil Young okay. does what Neil Young wants to do. And, and sure. if Neil Young wants to put out a bunch of electronic albums in a row and drop the guitar and his label drops him because he's making music unrepresentative of the Neil Young brand, which actually happened to him, they sued him because they were like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we signed a contract for Neil Young records. And then you picked up a keyboard and made like this notes for you and stuff. So Neil Young does whatever the hell Neil Young wants. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You can hang out for the next one. I feel like Weezer is chasing the tail. It's it, okay. they're like yeah. Yeah. they're going for. And I saw this this brief interview with him. Cuomo was talking about um I think it was Ratitude or, or Hurley or some one of those fuckers. And um yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what I think what the fans wanted was a, a like a loud, energetic, like fun Weezer record. And so that's what we've made for them. And I'm like, hey, look, you're a musician. You're not the mayor of a small town. You don't you don't have to give the people what they want. If the people want light rail and you're the mayor of a small town, if you want to get reelected, you're probably going to have to give them light rail. If you're a musician and you already have money, you don't have to do shit that they want. You can make 50 albums in a row that they hate and then come back with, you know, ragged glory and people will be like, oh, God damn it. And they'll see you play. That, that's the premise of this podcast. We don't give anybody what they want. <laughs> Look how successful we are. Yeah. I think they're chasing the dragon of the Blue yeah. Album, and I feel like they do it in a calculating manner, which produces crappy music because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. That's that's why I get mad at them, because I think they're a good band. The anger is rooted in love. Brian, yeah. tell yeah. us about your hate and your tortured relationship. No, I... As, as Greg was saying, you know, there's, and I'm paraphrasing, there's a Rick Rubin quote talking about, you know, creating things that other people want to see is not art, it's commerce. And I feel like yeah, yeah. it's sort of, it strikes me is a little bit of that. You mentioned earlier where, you know, it's not like, I agree, I, I am envious in that he essentially gets to wake up and does what he loves to do. But I also feel like there's a line in which like a lack of quality control or comer or like creatively <laughs> devoid of any interest. Like I said this to Josh earlier. It's like, he's always written songs about what's going on in his life and that kind of stuff. It's just now the stuff he's talking about, I could give a shit about like, it's just, he just, it's for me. That's what kills me is it's the lyrics that drive me insane. Yeah, like you, you said in an email, he's a lazy writer. Right. And, but musically like even on okay human, like I like that the attempt at, using analog equipment and kind of mishmashing this like pet sounds, you know, there's even some like Sergeant Peppery type stuff in there, kind of like feeling to it. And I think sonically, like his lyrics, I mean, his vocals are solid and the music hasn't changed much. It's just the things he's singing or writing about is just like nonsense. And you're just like, why? Like <laughs> you could take 14 of these albums or 12 that are complete dog shit, compress down these 
crappy pieces of coal and turn out like two diamond albums that are actually good <laughs> as opposed to like hey let's just put out whatever dumb shit comes to my tape recorder and who cares it's just like well, okay okay <laughs> to, to feed your argument and and i put this in my notes and it's it's worth I'll, I'll find the article offline but like you know about river's spreadsheet in his process right uh, what is it to like define the magical song no like, it's uh, what he does and again it's part of his process and i'm like man i should spreadsheet my life and here, or maybe here's why not uh he's always writing in a <laughs> journal and what he does is he puts that in a spreadsheet and he you know how many syllables how many where and he like basically metadata's the shit out of it and then separately he goes into <laughs> his home studio in the morning and he just kind of like jams out and just writes down riffs and he files and tags them all away and then he mix and matches some and and so he's like algorithming the shit out of music nowadays which is less personal to your wow, point, how um, how it, romantic i know right it, it, of an it, album writing a process is this thing um yeah so what was the process on surf wax america what was the process drugs there wasn't one uh, back only in only in dreams there wasn't, like there, back no, in the there, back in the day there wasn't one back then right drug and, we, drugs yeah. and exactly sex. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't exactly. That's, that's the difference. That's not sustainable, though. <laughs> no, but to, <laughs> it's to your true. point, you you have a good point where it's like who's perpetually putting out great albums. Um, I think I often I think and I think this is a, a a sticking point a lot of with people who love the Blue Album and Pinkerton that are of our at least my generation yeah. or age is that I wondered how much of it is just a, an emotional connection to the time, place, and albums that were coming out. But I, I think objectively, like one green, the green album came out. Like I was all on board, man. Like I, you know, I'm gonna go see this band, and I heard that thing, and I was just like, "What? The, we waited five years for this thing for half." Green pipe? album like the like, Phantom Menace. This is shit. The green it's album like, and the Phantom Menace are the same thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I actually like just, the green album. I think the green album is pretty good. I um, mean, but I'm saying it's like you have. But to your point, it's like there's this thing, and we've built it up emotionally, and we've like you have yeah. this love for this thing, and you're like they're gonna come back and save you know, be this band they were before and they were completely not the band they were anymore. And it's just like, what the fuck happened? It's one of those few times I could think where a, a massive fan base has like been like, your first two albums are good. Now we hate you. Actually, like, you know what? You know what? The green album like, isn't the Phantom Menace. The green album is The yeah. Force Awakens. It's The Force Awakens. Yeah, exactly. It's The Force Awakens. Yeah. It's like the yeah. they have a Death Star planet instead of the yeah. Death Star. The biggest difference to me for, with the Green Album, and I, and I the, the, this is the first time I listened to the Green Album, and I don't even know how many years I went back and listened to it. Yeah. And I was like jamming out to it. Like, it's actually, like, I, I, good, I, I love it at this, at this point. I like it. But at, at the time, the thing I noticed between the, the energy of the Blue Album and Pinkerton and, uh, and Green, uh, this is going to sound weird, is the drums. Um. Patrick uh, Wil- Patrick Wilson, yeah. he's got stuff to do on the Blue Album and, and Pinkerton, like his 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 riffs in between everything. Like he's actually drumming really well. But from the Green Album onward, the songs are really really simple, mm. and he just keeps the beat and that's it. And that's the same with the guitar solos. Like Weezer, uh, the Blue Album and Pinkerton are fairly intricate, but as soon as Green Album arrived the the guitar solos are exactly the same as the chorus there's no uh like ups and downs or anything like that it's just repeat to, repeat, to that repeat. point how much is how much of weezer is just the river cuomo show because like i feel it like is, well, it's not nope. as bad as billy corrigan it's not not as bad as billy corrigan right go to the website the picture is just but, you know but i'm trying to cuomo. say it's like it's, it's so formulaic yeah. and just whatever that it's sometimes it is no one else in like i actually thought about that i was like does anybody yeah. does anybody else in this band like want to do anything creative with their life because this is like 
churning out the same shit. I mean, granted, he said they got to be bored. Like, I'm like, yeah, but it's like yeah. if I was the, if I was a Brian Bell, the guitarist, like he's just been doing the same shit for like 20 years. I, I don't know. It's like the song, the band hasn't changed. Like they haven't changed There's, sonically in any way. I gotta say, they're, they're, when when the movie when the musical Cats closed on Broadway after its initial run. <laughs> They had an interview with this lady who is a dancer for every single fucking performance of Cats from when it opened to when Cats closed. And they were like, hey. Was that like you- 30, 40 years? What was that? <laughs> it was a lifetime. And they were like, hey, do you ever wish that you quit Cats and done something else? And she was like, you know what? I'm a dancer and I got paid every day to do what I love. And I don't care that it was Cats every day. Someone paid me to be a dancer every day of my life. And I put two kids through college and I have three properties in <laughs> two in New York and one somewhere else. Well, and it paid off. Of cats. Yeah. Yeah. Off of cats as a dancer. And she was like, I, that's my job. And I did my job on this on a steady gig for decades. And like, I no regrets. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 there's something to be said for that. That's an interesting concept. Like, yeah, if I'm hanging out with my buddies all day and we're in a band and we like each other, but I feel like I'd like to think at some point I'd be like, Hey man, I, I wrote this other song. Maybe we could play this. Or he's like, fuck no spreadsheet. All we do is look at the spreadsheet. It's like, no, yeah. fuck. All right, and man, that's why George Harrison went to the traveling Wilburys, right? So yeah, yeah. the first album was really good. You'll play one, three, five, seven power chords and shut the fuck up, Brian. I'd be like, oh, okay, like, all right. Weezer is a, it's a company band now. It's a company band. They played Salesforce. I, 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 saw, them, I saw them play Dreamforce. I saw them play. It wasn't even Dreamforce. It was Trailhead X. Uh, it was the oh, developer wow. conference. Wow. Yeah. Benny on the dirty. I was there in San Francisco <laughs> and, I, and people were like, are you going to see Weezer? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to see. It was a free Weezer show. And they were great. They're a great live band. Rivers' voice still sounds like Rivers' voice. He still sounds great. The band is more skilled than they were when they started out with the Blue Album and Pinkerton. They bring out the hits that you want to hear and then some new stuff that they know tracks well. And it's a great fucking live show. Yeah, of course. Of course they well, saw them it, live. I yeah. saw them. Um, they played Madison Square Garden. And a buddy of mine, his wife works at Rolling Stones. And yeah. so we had like floor seats at Madison Square Garden. And yeah, yeah. Rivers was having fun. And yeah. to your point, are you not entertained? That's how I felt. Yeah, the show. yeah. So. The Teal album is a perfect example of like, this is a job. You know, it's like, we're gonna. That album actually upset me. That album. We're, upset we're, me. They were like, it's a job. We're gonna break <laughs> out a bunch of like the most well-worn songs and do literally nothing, nothing with to them. them. Nothing. Like nothing at all. I, I feel like I'm bringing a little bit of hate here, but like it's a lazy album. That that, that album it's is completely, completely unnecessary. unnecessary but. <laughs> That Africa song has 64 million plays. And will literally send River's daughter to an Ivy League school. So my youngest has a a mix that he listens to every single day to to throw off my Spotify uh, algorithm. Uh, And one of his favorite songs is uh, Mr. Blue Sky by (laughs) uh, Trump White Orchestra. Great fucking song. And so so I was listening to the teal and I was like, oh, there's a cover of Mr. Blue Sky. And I put it on for him. He was like a minute and he was like, this is not as good as the other. Can we put the other one on? (laughs) So now that we've all made our debates of like, Mid-century Weezer, mid-century modern Weezer. Mid-century modern. Let's let's mid-century. let's talk about latter-day pandemic Weezer uh, and not seasons. I mean, okay, human. okay, okay, seasons, seasons. Focus. No, no I, I was ready to talk about that. Okay, human. I mean, I I told I I high praise for me. I gave, I said there was one good song. <laughs> on it. Which which song? Which which, which song? song? Which song? 
Which one? All my favorite songs is the only song on the entire album that I went back and was like, oh, I kind of like that one. I'll listen yeah. to that one again. The rest I was just kind of... It felt to me a little like older Weezer, like in terms of the high-low kind of... I enjoyed it. I thought the chorus was good. You know, the lyrics... I mean, as the album goes, the lyrics get worse. It's just like, you know, he stops just trying, <laughs> especially the part where he's yelling about being at his piano and his wife's upstairs for some reason. It's like, what? She's upstairs you know, so she doesn't and, have to hear the yeah, goddamn yeah. piano. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Audible and I'm eating Cheez Its listening to the Grapes of Wrath. It's just like whatever's random around him. It's like I got a latte. It's like what the There's fuck are you talking about? Like, it's a spreadsheet. It's yeah. a spreadsheet. Oh, it's a spreadsheet talking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred dollar bill fell out of my pocket. Oh sorry, it was a thousand dollar bill. I'm so rich. <laughs> whatever. Um No Was that a no? Lyric? <laughs> but you could be <laughs> That's my point. It you know, I could have um, been. Yeah, Brian, you actually inceptioned me with your, with your lazy writing comment. So I, when I went back to like truly listen to it, not just listen on the subway <laughs> or doing work while listening to it, I, I caught I caught the spreadsheeting and the lazification of the lyrics. Um, but I also caught some like really smart ones, like you know something. In, while I'm playing my piano, he talks about Kim Jong Un could like blow up the world. I'm like, oh, okay, that that's dark. Thank you. Yeah, but that. <laughs> It's just so on point with everything. You know, like think about the lyrics in Pinkerton, which are so like personal and slightly obscure. It's just it's just a different type of writing where you're just like it's it's where people I feel like if you try to write something, and maybe Greg can speak to this if you've ever tried to like write a song or do something like that, like or write words on a page or or do a, a short story or something like I want I like the stories that where someone's like gonna fucking bleed. Yeah. Like Give me something super vulnerable. Open yourself yeah. up. Like, and I feel like that's kind of what he was doing on the first two albums is like, hey, open up your diary. Someone steal this and just like let all this bleed out of something that's intimate and interesting. And I'm not sure I want to share this. When it comes to to you know, writing, uh, music making, all that type of stuff is like when you're letting someone into a very special, like intimate place people aren't usually allowed in is like when you make some like amazing stuff and here it's just like when you use a spreadsheet and it's super cheesy and just bullshit like i went on a ouija board and made a song it's like there's no emotion to that there's no like anything in it you know what i'm saying it's just like that that to me is like it takes the artistry and the the human aspect of music making out of it it just turns it into like it's a machine and you're like went to a you know a word randomizer and it's like fuck it and I, I want to say this for the record. I am not a Weezer like hater. I am a fan of Weezer. Like <laughs> the fact that you could even make a blue or a Pickerton album puts you in a level of just like being a great band. They just happen to put their two amazing albums first. Lightning in a bottle, trying to chase it. And the method by which they're trying to chase it isn't yeah. the deeply personal thing. It's the let me try to find the formula for the Holy That's Grail. It. That's what yeah. I was talking about is like yeah. it, it, because later stuff, they capture the sound of it of the earlier stuff again and again, they yeah. capture, I'll listen to one of the middle albums and be like, yeah, this, this, this song has that point. stuff from the blue album, but it's like caveman Weezer, you know, like, like the first, you, you unfrozen know, like frozen caveman Weezer, unfrozen caveman Weezer, <laughs> like a song, like hold me on make believe, right. goes, hold me. That's like an entire <laughs> phrase. And I'm like, he merged cells in the spreadsheet. <laughs> merge and never center. Told you guys that. Oh my god. Merge and center for the for the whole line. But like, it, you know, it's like he's like, oh well, what we'll what we'll do is 
will grab the emotionality of the first stuff, but I don't really have anything to talk about now. So I'm going to keep the emotionality, but like put some like ooga ooga version of the lyrics in (laughs) that doesn't like say anything. He's just trying to go back to that stuff. And he he, he has this song like back to the shack. He's like, you know, which is an awful fucking song, by the way, an awful song. It's a travesty of a song. (laughs) He's like, they have so many songs where he's like, I want to go back to when I was a kid and I was drinking pop on the side of the sidewalk. (laughs) Josh, how do you feel? It was uh, it was make believe that did it for me. Uh, I I stuck through it through Green Album, and then uh, Maladroit was okay. Um, But then Make Believe came out, and I was just like, (laughs) "Fuck this! I'm out. This is this is terrible." And and at that time, like uh, when Matt Sharp left the band, he had done the rentals and he had put out two fantastic Mm -hmm. albums. Um, So the 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 comparison at the time was like, I'll take the rentals and leave Weezer behind. So I I, I lost track around uh, make believe, but um, in in listening to all these, and and I went back and I listened to all the color (laughs) albums. I hit like a theory: River songwriting, it's perfect for other artists. His 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 melodies. They're they're on point. The like that musically, they're fantastic songs. But the lyrics don't match. Like lyrics don't match him. It doesn't match the band. If Weezer had broken up after Green Album, and he had continued to be like a a songwriter, just in the background selling his songs to other artists and making them famous, I think those songs would be a lot more tolerable coming out of a Miley Cyrus or like um, if Smash Mouth did back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Mouth, rest in peace. Smash Mouth could do back. They would in the do shack. it the exact same, same way. They, they would do it exactly the same. <laughs> Want to go back, back to the shack? I mean, what did I listen to? Uh, like the the California so kids. Crappy. All yeah, the songs, all about, songs California. about California. Yeah, stop like songs about California. California kid, <laughs> and like he writes like really offensive songs about women too. Like, you know, smart girls. I'm like, God damn, that's an that, that's offensive like, fucking That's song. like mid, that's mid century. And I, yeah, again, I don't disagree with you. There's that's so true. many, that's, there's so many. <laughs> yeah. Literally girls, beastie boys. Like they're, they're fucking, they're, there's one that was like, thank God for girls, which is one of the worst songs ever written. Oh my God. I think Hurley has two on it. What is it? Uh, Where's my sex? Oh my God. That's a shit song. Funny story about that song. Funny story about that song. He was talking to his daughter who was young and she was saying, where's my socks? Where's my socks? And he wrote that because she just kept saying, where's my socks? Right. And and then he changed it to do that. Anyway, so the the original song is where's my socks. Completely dumbass offensive (laughs) song. Yeah. And smart girls. He's like, it's basically like. Smart girls, give me them by the dozen. I want all the smart girls. Just heap them on my lap. I'm like, yeah, so you're just objectifying smart girls as opposed to like hot girls or whatever the heck else you could sing about. Um, it's just the, the attitude towards women and a bunch of his songs is, I find, pretty gross. Um, and it, and I again, I feel like it probably isn't him, but then he's just playing this part to be like party guy, party, party rivers. Cause he knows when you play this live, people are all going to go smart girls and like jump around and stuff. Um, I, I'd be curious, like what your thought is 
you know, you, you mentioned this earlier where you somehow it's, you know, kind of like your connection with Weezer is kind of parallel to how things are going in your life. You yeah. said this earlier, like, oh, he caught you at a bad time, but this album caught yeah. you at a good time. Um, when you listen to these latter albums, like, do you, are you thinking like, this is a good album or are you thinking from the perspective of like, you know, Hey, there's a couple good tracks on here and that's all I really care about. During early Weezer teens and twenties, those years sucked. I don't want to go back to those in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But somewhere around late twenties, mid thirties. And I'm in my early forties now. Like I'm pretty self-actualized. Things are pretty good. Right. And that's when a lot of latter day Weezer came out. So I didn't need the full album to rescue me like I did with Maladroit even back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Um, and keep fishing. Um, that Muppets thing, I just, I was literally depressed. Josh, I think you had ju- you were living in Japan or you were, like all my friends were gone. I was stuck in Tuscaloosa by myself, broken up. And there's this Rivers singing with the Muppets saying it's going to be okay. And I was like, okay, I can, I can survive. <laughs> I can go <laughs> I on. Literally, like, that's such a fucking <laughs> joyful video. I challenge you to not watch it and laugh. Imagine if he had come out with "Can't Knock the Hustle" instead. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be here. I would depression would have deepened. <laughs> Can't knock the hustle. <laughs> I can. I can knock it. <laughs> I will say I, I. I had more regard for OK Human than Brian. I don't know how Joshua felt about it. Uh, I liked all my favorite songs. I liked Alu Gobi. Uh, the Grapes of Wrath is a middling song brought down by the stupid lyrics. I agree with him on that one. <laughs> I I do like Numbers. I think Numbers is a good song. Playing My mm. Piano. Number, playing numbers. My Piano is, is, is like maudlin, maudlin silliness. Uh, uh, but I actually really... I'm playing, playing my piano. piano. But uh, I, I really actually did... I actually do really love the song Bird with a Broken Wing. I think it's a beautiful song. Um, and I, that's where the orchestra that he hired to work with this like really pays off because like the, the cello and the strings and that stuff like really works. I think that's a lovely song and it could fit in with earlier stuff that they have done. It's funny though. Those are the two songs that I liked. The first one, you know, all mm-hmm. my favorite songs. And then uh, I, I'll correct myself. I, I actually did go back. The last song I was listening to them was the bird with a broken yeah. wing and i was like this is kind of interesting like i want to go back and break this one apart because that one actually deviates from their formulaic approach yeah. in the rest of the songs like it's not as straightforward there's lulls in it the ad- the addition of an orchestra is kind of an interesting concept you know um in terms of it mm-hmm. like like to greg's point like where do you use it you know because a lot of it if you listen to the orchestral parts they're just mimicking the rhythms of everything yeah. else so it's nothing like mm. interesting there's no like deviations from the melody but in that song at least it's different and so i was like oh that this is an interesting song. <laughs> Playing my piano just starts off. That might be literally the worst opening line of an entire. How does song. it? What is it? What are the lyrics? My wife is upstairs and my kids yeah. are upstairs and I haven't washed my hair in three weeks. I should get back to the Zoom interviews of the first four lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that's a maudlin <laughs> cheesy song. That, but that's so thing, pandemic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it is, but the, the thing is with it, with these songs, like at least. Most of these songs aren't following the formulas of the middle, you know, middle to late period of Weezer where he does this thing where he, he writes a song like my daughter tells me a story where she's like, when I was downstairs, (laughs) I found this thing. And so I picked it up and then I put it out in my room and then I found this other thing. And then this other thing happened. He just starts all these songs like little boring stories, usually from when he was a kid. (laughs) 
And it just, it's like, know. start in the middle, use metaphors, use any uh, interesting language. Uh, and in this album, he does. Josh, where, where are you at with OK Human? I think it's the best Weezer album since Maladroit. And probably, and definitely better than Seasons. But I haven't listened to Van Weezer, so I don't know. Sonically, I actually think it's a, it's a, it's a really decent album. Really I, decent. I, I listened really to it like four or five times. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, it's yeah. decent. Like, like a lot of the songs are catchy as hell. Like, uh, Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. Lyrics are, are garbage, but the, uh, the, the, I, I catch the melody in my head over and over again, uh, because it's, it's, a, it's a solid melody. It's toe tapping. And I think that goes the same for, uh, there's at least five songs on there where I would say the same thing where I, I went back to it and I was like, this is actually like, it's, it's pretty good if you ignore the lyrics because the lyrics are just, they're all over the place. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, are we grading it at this point or are we just continuing to? <laughs> I don't even care about the rating. I know I, because I, as a, you know, long time listener, first time caller, I, I love the rating <laughs> scales. I just want to know what the rating scale is. Um, so uh, yeah. let, let's, let, let's grade. Um, so, okay, human, uh, on a scale of crushed toenails into a thousand pieces, uh, which is F minus, uh, to A plus, shaking booty, making sweet love all the night. Who's going to go first? Oh, God, I don't know. I'll go first. Um, I, I give okay, human, if, if Blue Album and Pinkerton are A pluses, which yeah. they absolutely are, and um, the teal... We'll say is an absolute Fresh. abysmal F minus. Yeah. No reason anyone needs to listen to that. Um, I'm going to say OK Human is it, it, it's a, it's either a B minus. Yeah, I'm going to say B minus. It's a B minus. I'm not going to say it's a C. I listened to and I had like positive feelings for Weezer hmm. at the end of it. So you're going to give it three Hurley faces out of five Hurley faces. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go because, like, I think on a scale of uh, ratitude at the absolute bottom and surf wax America at the absolute top, this is kind of keep fishing for me. Like, it's above middle of the pack. It's trying new things. You can start to see the weakness of the spreadsheet, Brian. I'm going to for, <laughs> Brian. I'm going to forever hate you for literally putting that bug in my ear about lazy writing. Fucking but now I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and listen to everything. I mean. It's pretty yeah, obvious. It's, I mean, yeah. I've been I've had this veil of ignorance. <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Yeah. So I I'd go B plus B plus borderline A minus. I think for a lot of people, first two Weezer albums, deeply personal. I kept Weezer as a personal friend of mine for years, and you know, hit me at a moment. It hit us all in a. In a and that's the other thing. Again, I fundamentally believe with films, with comics, with uh, TV shows, like watching Battlestar Galactica today. And not in a post 9-11 America, it doesn't hunt the same way. Watching yeah, Lost today doesn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And listening to OK Human in mid-early pandemic like did something for me. So anyway, yeah, B plus, A minus for me. Wow, it's getting high scores. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the two top Weezer fans from Alabama. So, you know. Y'all see him at the Chucker. Yeah, they play the they Chucker. Play chucker a couple times, I hear. Throw back to a previous episode. Oh, I've been to the Chucker, guys. (laughs) We've had some nights at the Chucker. (laughs) They're playing that there Buddy Holler song again. That feller looks like a computer programmer. I think we just love the name the that it was Chucker. The Chucker. The Chucker. Hey, so, guys, some of my best friends are rednecks, so come on. Like, let's, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, I. Oof. God, I'm not going to like slam it like you think I'm going to slam it. Uh, I'd probably give it a C minus. I mean, 
I know this is going to sound really mean, but the fact that there was like one song I wanted to re-listen to on this album, like really brought up the score. I was just thinking, <laughs> I mean, because I'd be completely honest, I haven't listened to a single Weezer album since gr- the Green Album, which was literally college. Like I have given Weezer no thought <laughs> since then. Like I've just, I've just amputated them out of my life uh, from that point. So you know, bringing an album back, or even the fact that I've listened to these, is, is uh, you know, this is kind of why this podcast is fun. Like I, I don't really, I probably don't see myself revisiting this album in any way, shape, or form. Like you could just compress a. Uh, all the latter albums grab some gems off of there and put it into like a playlist or something and it'd be totally fine and i would be good with that but um i I think like musically and the way the album sounds it is completely inoffensive like it's fine (laughs) it's just not wow you know you know i'm saying it's 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 formulaic it's it's fine there's nothing interesting that's happening anywhere on this album there's our title right there come on it's formula. Okay, human. It's, it's fine. Inoffense. I, I was, I was going to rally for unfrozen Cape Man Weezer, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, pretty good it, it's pretty nothing good new. It's, they've been doing the same thing forever. It's fine. Like, it's it's not offensive. It's, you know, it's it's okay. It, it's just nothing like. It's okay. I, okay, they, they added an orchestra, <laughs> so I gave it above a D. Like, I love the first two albums and forever. I will be forever grateful for those two albums. So, will you go see them on the, the Blue Tour this year, the 40th anniversary? I've seen them. Or thirtieth anniversary. Sorry, I don't know. No, probably not. I mean, if it was close and people were going, like you, like friends or something, I'd be like, cool. Like, I, I, I'm sure they're great live. They were great live when I saw them on the Green Tour. Yep. I still like the band. I just don't want to listen. I just don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm the guy. I'll be the old guy that doesn't know anything of the new songs. I'm just like yelling Freebird. You know, play the old shit. So but it's, the Blue like, Tour. Don't worry, I mean, don't worry. They've done they this will. a couple of times. I think they yeah. play. Like I've been the to a whole, few just shows the entirety of the Blue Album. We're gonna play Blue. Take a break. Yeah. And come back and play Pinkerton. So they yeah. do that. Fuck yeah. That'd be into that. They, oh, yeah. I'm there. They know I'm what there. people want. They're not stupid. He went to Harvard. He better yeah. not be fucking stupid. Greg. Since I listen to every album, I'm going to do a very brief grade for each album in order. I, I have I have Ooh. them in front of me. What? So, so the, blue album, points, extra credit. the blue album is an A+. <laughs> Pinkerton is an A+. The green album, I'm going to give an A-. Uh, Maladroit, I give a B plus because it feels like more of a collection of B sides that were spliced together. It doesn't have a cohesiveness for me. Um, Make believe I'm actually going to give a B plus Um, red album. I'm going to give a B for the first half and then Ratitude is an F F plus. (laughs) Oh God. That is a shitty, shitty album. Um, It's, it's like (laughs) caveman Weezer at its finest. It's got two of those like, Where's my six? Like, and it's oh. smart girls. Say, does it have any song that was a hit on it? I don't know, I, man. I, I'm I checking. I, the ones I hate are the ones that are hits. If if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. I'm your daddy. The girl got hot. The girl got oh, hot okay. is like, there was a girl in our high school and she was a nerd. And now she's hot. And I just got to get her on my dick. You're like, oh, this album finish sucks. The, finish the grades, Greg. Finish the grades. All right. So, Hurley, uh, F. Um, every everything <laughs> will be all right in the end. Return of Rico Kasich boosts this thing a little bit. I'll give that a, a C plus. Uh, the White Album starts promisingly, but ends up as a C. Pacific Daydream D minus tops. Uh, Teal Album F. Black album minus D minus maybe borderline F on the black album. <laughs> okay, human, I will give a B. I know. I'll Survey give a B says. To okay, human, 
And I actually give a B plus to Van Weezer because it's just entertaining as hell. And I think they're having fun. And then the Sissons EPs, the Sissons EPs, I'm going to give them all B minuses. They're all uh, decent. I don't think they're equal. I I think there's some Bs and there's some Ds in Seasons. Yeah, weighing them all together, I'm going to say the Sissons are a B (laughs) minus. I like some better than others a little bit, but nothing was like, this is a trash one or this is a brilliant one. Before before we get to the Weezer game, we did want to circle yep. back to this. Rumen, we need to hear about oh, the yeah. Weezer Cruise. Yeah. I mean, look, as any true Weezer fan, I was on the Weezer.com mailing list. And uh, I, again, <laughs> fully self-actualized adult. Here's here's the funny thing. Okay, I've got this other friend from Alabama, Will. Will was my college roommate. Um, I went off to business school and became like a tech marketing blah 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 will went into the u.s navy and served our country living on a submarine for like a decade so will got out of service and just kind of like was bumming around for a solid four or five years and in that time him and i went to antarctica we went backpacking through syria and then a couple years later i was engaged and uh, i got an email from weezer saying we're doing a cruise and i'm like hey will we've been to the bottom of the world and we've been all over the middle east let's go to the weezer cruise we're like yeah why the fuck not and Kind of in a, in a sign of things to come with uh, the Broadway residency I mentioned earlier that I failed Rivers on, we go <laughs> and it it wasn't sold out. It was only half full, but and I, and so the cruise set sail and it was half full. And uh, Ozma was there. Ozma was there. Oh. So I got to see Ozma like four times. I saw Weezer four times. Nice. And you didn't get to really hang out with Weezer, but you'd run into them. I have a photo with me in the band, uh, and so it was fine. Did anybody get seasick? Anyone who was throwing up is because they were playing Where's My Sex. <laughs> did Rivers wear a captain's hat? I will send you the picture. <laughs> of course he yeah. Of course he I have a picture did. of me standing behind Rivers in a captain's hat. That'd be funny if like you got there and it was like, surprise, it's a nudist cruise. <laughs> <Weezer."> <laughs> <laughs> was it long? How, like, many days how long was, it? was the cruise? Yeah, it was like four yeah. or five days out of Miami, uh, down oh to Mexico and back. There's yeah. no escape. Cabo, brother. Meet up with the <laughs> yeah, Red man. Rocker. Hey, man, get some Cabo. Wow. David Lee Roth will come on a helicopter, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. For those who can't see, which is everyone, he's <sighs> showing us a picture of him on the Weezer cruise with the guys from We're- Weezer. He's getting Rivers, Rivers is in a full looks ridiculous. outfit. Uh, he looks like is one of an ascot. Who's, who's the captain from, like the captain the <laughs> from the love boat? from the love boat. On the promenade, the one guy have an ascot, an ascot on with Gopher and Isaac. The the only good Weezer story I have oh, yeah. was Rum and you were there uh, visiting in Japan when we we tried to sneak oh. in to the venue and we took out we took out um, our uh, University was, of Alabama ID this. cards and said we worked for the Crimson White and we were journalists and they had to let us. <laughs> We heard like uh, the sound test, and we were like, "Oh, we gotta try and get in there." And the it was a weird setup because they had like an outdoor stadium, and then across the street they had an indoor like hangar kind of venue. And so um, Andrew WK and his band were crossing the street, going from one to the other. And you know, we're a couple of Westerners, and we just like ease right in there into Andrew WK's entourage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we make it we made it like 150 wow. feet yeah. like pretty close uh before the the, the jig was up the well, security we was saw like, Pat, and we're like these Pat, guys let us in. um but, yeah we got close <laughs> enough yeah there was a there's like a little little uh promenade there that behind glass and we saw pat wilson and i want to say brian bell also 
uh, walking by. Um, yeah, we nice. waved. I think he waved back. But then the next day, we got to see the hives open for Weezer, open for Guns N' Roses. (laughs) I'm in Japan. I'm with my friend Josh. I get to see these three bands. It was overall one of the best, like, show experiences because Uh, of the confluence of everything. And we were in Andrew WK for, like, a half a second. When you were in Andrew WK's band very shortly, did you... (laughs) feel as if you needed to party hard like when you're walking <laughs> i mean every, every second, second that, like, you're walking you're party. like oh, i just want to like, party hard right now i don't know what's going on let's uh let's bring this trivia on yeah, i want to hear this what's trivia. this game all right all right this is a little game i like to call <laughs> ai weezer song title or random string of words i found on the chili's corporate <laughs> website <laughs> oh god <laughs> question one a everyone feels special B, La Mancha Screwjob. C, Compañero. Uh, Roman's going with A. B, or sorry, Greg's going with B. I would have gone C. Compañero, very nice. Okay. La Mancha Screwjob is the Shitty album called Pacific Um, Daydream. Uh, Compañero was the AI, and everyone feels special. Got it. I like this one. Okay, I like Um, Chili's website. (laughs) Question two. (laughs) Question two. A, I don't want your loving. B, La La Land, bad beats. C, mere transactions. Robin's going B. I think I don't want your loving. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'm going to pick A. All right, Greg and Brian, get it. I don't want your loving is the right, is the Weezer song. Uh, La La Land, bad beats is the AI. And mere transactions is the Chili's. Mere <laughs> transactions. <laughs> from Chili's. I love this game. Is Chili's is right. Chili's Question always three. the third option? Because I know, I'm really... right? <laughs> no, no. These are these are these are re- these are. Right? Are you uh, doubting Josh's a, spreadsheet lonely skills? Girl. Come on. <laughs> I am looking at a spreadsheet right now. A lonely girl. B serenity meow. Ooh, I like that. C chili head. <laughs> lonely girl. I like serenity Ma- meow. Lonely girl. It's, it's probably lonely, lonely girl, girl though. Yeah. Lonely girl. Tweezer. Lonely girl. Lonely girl it's is about the a girl, answer, yeah. and she's lonely, and he is lonely because he yeah. can't get a girl. <laughs> he needs to go back to the shack. <laughs> go back to the shack for some boner jams. <laughs> all right. Question four: A. The jingle to end all jingles. B. QB Blitz or C. Moonrise, Moonrise sunset. sunset. QB for Blitz. Sure. QB Blitz. Greg goes Moonrise Sunset. C. Sorry, what was it? QB Blitz. Roman? What was the first song? QB Blitz. The jingle to end all <laughs> jingles. Stupid. That's got to be the AI one. Or Chili's. Uh, QB Blitz. That doesn't make any sense. What was the other one? Moonrise uh, Sunset. It's too poetic. Moonrise Sunset. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, it's almost too I'm good. Almost for wrong. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm probably wrong on that one. QB Blitz is probably it. This sound more like it. The answer is Blitz. QB Blitz. QB Blitz is. The jingled end all jingles is from Chili's, and Moonrise Sunset is the AI. This chili, like, did you literally just go all on right. Chili's? It's Last not question. Chili's menu. It's just words on the Chili. I just, I went to the website, their corporate website. I went through the lore of Chili's. The lore and- of Chili's. <laughs> long may it, long may it rain. All right. So, last one. Number five. Uh, a. I'm just being honest. B. Viral on Vine. C. I'm, it's, a, it's, it's just Twin Peaks. Definitely. A. Yeah. All right. I guess we got to go A. Yeah. Because I, I, I know. All right. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm just being honest. Is Weezer. I tried I'm to just being to honest. Songs, but, uh, viral on Vine for the money is. Uh, 
I think Viral on Vine was the chili one. Yeah. And uh, it's just Twin Peaks with the AI one. And that's the... That's a little game we like to call AI, Weezer song title, or random string of words I found on the Chili's <laughs> corporate website. Is the song Buddy Holly, uh, Baby Back Ribs? Or... <laughs> Wait, Burnt Jam? I'm not sure. It could be, it could be a Chili's, Chili's Dish or a Weezer song. I can't, I can't tell. Well, <laughs> it's an it's a episode of firsts. Uh, for first guest, first, first game. First Chili's. You know, yeah. breaking new ground so, here, guys. Roman, like, what is your other podcast about, and are we invited? Uh, it's a, yeah, let's uh, do some plugs. I, I feel I'm like in <laughs> after four years, I'm in like podcast sunsetting mode. They're not dead; they're on life support. Uh, so, quarantine comics. Do you do you need us to breathe? Yeah, I, I, I want to use this episode on the quarantine <laughs> comics feed. For sure. like, no, uh, kill them! I want to kill, uh, them. kill them. So Pull the plug. So, quarantine comics. Josh, you've been on it twice, three times now. Yeah, yeah. So, quarantine twice comics. Now, yeah. My no, three times, three times. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Quarantine Comics, uh, longtime friend and ace reporter Ryan Joe, uh, him and I do what we've been doing for the last 10 years of friendship, getting together and talking about comics and yelling at each other. <laughs> so mm. it's like this show, but with comic books. Uh, we take turns recommending books to each other, maybe one we've read or one we haven't. And uh, this, this, that's it. No trivia, mm. unfortunately, which I'm going to steal. That's a great idea. And one of the other ones is Modern Minorities. Uh, solving racism with the podcast, uh, you know, minority voices for all our majority years. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting me uh, crash the party. It was, uh, I love, I, yeah, I don't Roman. think I've spoken about Weezer this much and had to defend and shit on them at the same time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you got me to listen to a Weezer. I album. never would have listened to any of these albums if we hadn't done this. I, I don't know yeah, why you 100%. did that, Greg. That's I gave a up on terrible them. idea. I'd given up on them entirely. Yeah. After, after the Red Album, I was like, I think I'm done forever. Like, like right around the year 2000, I was like, I think I'm going to stop watching The Simpsons. But Greg, I'm I'm going to tell you something. I think your score for OK Human would have been lower had you not gone through the tro of like terrible Weezer. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But I, I legitimately liked I think five tracks on there, and that's a good album. When when you have five good tracks, I I, th- I think that's a good album. It's at least a B. So I gave it a B. What? Um... All right. What's happening next week? What do we got? Don't we have a rando or yeah. are we episode 21, which will put us into the upper echelon of all pat podcasts of all time. All right. So what's the rando? We've got 26 items That's on the list. Ready. Are you guys ready? Bring it. Number 17. Children of really? men. Children of men. Julianne Moore. I know. Uh, and is she uh, naked? What's his name's in it? She's naked at all. She's naked at Clive Owen, guys. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think she is. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Clive that's Owen. the name I was trying to find. So this Clive was like in Clive yep. Owen's heyday. Like he was like. Yeah, he was uh, big. big. Yeah, like, totally. he was in a t- Michael. It's a Kane? really good movie. No, I. Know. I, I, I love this movie. Michael Kane. Yep, Michael Kane. Yep. So, all right, Children of Men. All right, guys, I got to go grab my hash pipe. If, if we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk us out with where, where's my sex? <clears throat> Mom made my sex. She knitted it with her hands. Sex making is a family tradition. Going back to the caveman days, they were walking around in a haze until they figured it out and they said, gosh dang, this is great. You know, I feel like the world has turned and it's left me here. <laughs>